Blog well, Talk Radio. Right. 
Well, praise the Lord. It is about 11.30. It is March 4th, 2011. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and we are in a time of worship, prayer. You know, one thing we're not in a hurry about here at Prayer International, um, we're all about praising God, and we're all about being intimate with the Father. What we really strive and and make a point to do here is really seek and and pray and and really just run after the things of God. And in order to do that, it really takes a lifestyle of worship, of prayer, of consecration, of separating yourself from the things of the world and really separating yourself unto God and putting yourself in a position where you can hear his voice. And you know, atmosphere really makes a difference whether or not you hear the voice of God or not, or experience the presence and the spirit of God. You know, your atmosphere and your environment really has a lot to do with the produce or the product or the fruit of your life. So... One thing we really try to do is create an atmosphere for miracles uh, on our broadcast, uh, you know, through the worship and through the prayer. And and I know uh, my co-host, Sean Holmberg, he usually uh, runs the first hour, so it just depends on how we schedule our programs. But, you know, he is a man of prayer, a man who is very intimate and really seeks after the heart of God and One thing I know about Sean is he really has made a point to live a lifestyle of prayer and worship and just really learn how to flow with God throughout the day. You know, whether it be in his presence, you know, worshiping or praying or communicating with him or just being about whatever business he's about, but always making room for God, always Turning his ear to heaven, I guess, if you could say that. And, you know, having the right atmosphere is a very important key in experiencing God or encountering God's presence or his spirit. And the way we climatize our atmosphere, the way we change our atmosphere, you know, the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. That means God lives and dwells. He abides wherever praise, wherever worship, wherever a heart is fully lifted up to God. You know, the Bible says that God does not dwell in temples made with human hands anymore, but he actually dwells in the hearts of men. He dwells in the bodies of men and women, people. You know, he said that Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And in like manner, um, you know, there's a lot of different teachings in the Bible, and even non-biblical teachings that teach that the spirit realm, in order for the spirit realm to coexist or to operate or manifest in the natural realm, uh, they have to have a body to occupy. And in like manner, just like we're called the body of Christ, God 
and his spirit are looking for bodies, looking for people to dwell in, looking for people he can manifest himself in, and through those people carry out his work in the earth. Now, some would say that, yeah, God's all-powerful, and, you know, surely he's God. He doesn't need people to do his work. And, And my rebuttal to that would be to say, you're right. You know, God is all-powerful, and he's the all-created one. In fact, he, just by the very words of his mouth and the breath of his mouth, created the earth and created everything in it. And so I I don't believe that God needs man to necessarily do anything. The Bible says that if you don't open your mouths, that he'll make even the rocks to cry out, that he'll raise up sons from stones, the Bible says. In fact, he even used donkeys to speak to people. And so, you know, of course we're giving all the glory and the honor and the praise to God because he is the one who holds the power in his hand. He is the one who has created the earth and he has created man in his own image. And actually, this is God's world that we live in. We're not inviting God into our lives, into our world, so to speak. We're actually um, choosing to step into his world, into his life that he's prepared for us before the foundations of the world. So that being said, uh, atmosphere. You know, we want to climatize the atmosphere. God says, enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart. Enter his courts with praise. Worship, praise, thanksgiving actually brings the manifested presence of God. Even throughout the Old Testament and the New, you'll see anywhere that God's name was lifted up, anywhere that God was exalted, Anywhere that people lifted up the name of Jesus or Jehovah or they inquired of the spirit of the living God, God would manifest himself and and dwell and abide and live with people. You know, in the Old Testament, they erected a tabernacle, a place, a tent of meeting, and In that tent, there was a place called the Holy of Holies that contained the Ark of the Covenant, which was the place that the manifested presence of God dwelt. The tablets of stone, the Ten Commandments, and the rod, the staff, the authority of God, and the law of God, the word of God, and the presence of God were all contained in the Ark. And on that Ark, there was a place called the Mercy Seat. Okay, And it's not by accident, I don't believe, that God chose to have a place called the Holy of Holies where his word and his authority and his presence would all dwell in one. And in the place where he met would be the separated, consecrated place that was apart from the world, that was apart from the rest of everything else, 
And it was there at the mercy seat. After the sacrifice was made and the blood was shed, after the water washed and purified everything, after the candlesticks and the revelation were passed through after the altar of incense where the flame of fire and the incense was going up before the Lord. This was just a shadow and a type of how God wanted us to come to him and how he wanted to manifest and come to us. And the priest would go into the temple and he would wash this bowl that water purified water okay he would make sacrifices with whatever was required at the time for whichever feast or whichever situation was at hand they were given certain instructions on how to sacrifice and the blood was shed and this was just a shadow and a time and a picture of the blood that was to be shed later, the shed blood of Jesus. It wasn't bulls and goats. It wasn't lambs. It wasn't turtle doves. But the shed blood of Jesus was the final sacrifice once and for all. The shed blood of Jesus was the final sacrifice. The blood that atoned for our sin and it didn't stop there. The blood was shed. The body was cleansed. And then the incense at the altar, prayers. The Bible says the prayers of the saints came up before the throne of God. The angels gathered the smoke, the incense, into censers. And so the priest in the Old Covenant, would, in the Old Testament, he would go make these sacrifices. He would make these prayers of incense which represented the prayers and the worship of the saints, represented the blood of Jesus. And he would go, and there was a time where he would pass before the the golden candlesticks. There was lamps in in the temple, represented the seven spirits of God, represented the revelation, represented the the word of God, the provision of God that came forth out of his mouth. Then he would go to the mercy seat And in a like manner we're to come to Christ By his blood Come to him in baptism Cleansing and circumcising our conscience Cutting off the flesh And the, the ways of the world Separating ourselves unto God Making much prayers Night and day continually making incense Without ceasing And as our Prayers go up before God then the candlesticks, the revelation, the fire, the passion of God is lit. The all-consuming fire of the Holy Spirit begins to burn and blaze in the hearts of God's people.
Well, glory to God. For God is pouring out his spirit. He's drawing. Drawing his people to prayer. Drawing his people to contemplation. Pouring out revelation. The Holy Spirit is speaking in the earth today. God is speaking. God is speaking in the earth today. And he's calling his people. Praise God. So if you're listening out there, this is Prayer International Radio. Our number you can call in is 619-638-8458. And we are talking about coming before God, creating an atmosphere of worship, an atmosphere of prayer, an atmosphere of consecration unto God that would allow the presence, the manifested glory of God to come forth. So, Father, right now, I just want to pray for everyone listening. We just pray, Lord God, that you would just begin to work in the hearts of your people, Father. Help them to create an atmosphere for you, Lord, everywhere that they go, whether it be in their home or their office, their place of business, Father, their car, their church, their organization, whatever it is, Father, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus, Father, that you could just begin to draw your people into a love relationship with you, Father, a lifestyle of worship and prayer, praying continually, worshiping continually, seeking you with a whole heart. Father, we just ask, Lord, that you would begin to move upon the hearts of your people and begin to stir them with a discipline, a desire and a discipline to seek you in the place of prayer, Lord. Thank you, Father. Begin to pull on their hearts, Holy Spirit. Begin to brood over them and woo them and, and draw them to you. And just begin to reveal our love relationship to them, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for what you're doing. Lord, we just ask, Father God, that you would manifest your kingdom in their lives. So, Father, you'd reveal yourself in a mighty way. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, Lord. I thank you that you're pouring out, Lord. The Holy Spirit 
draw. Begin to download your agendas and your strategies in the hearts of your people. Father, I pray right now, Lord God, that heaven would invade the earth where everyone is standing, that, Lord God, you would begin to move over your people in a mighty way. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you would touch everyone listening, that you would touch everyone watching. And we just thank you for what you're doing, Lord. Well, we want to go into a time of the word right now to share from our heart. You know, uh, Psalm 63, if I can. I want to just read Psalm 63 and just share a little bit, give everybody time to turn there in your Bible with this to me. Old Testament, about the middle of your Bible. So Psalm 63, it says, O God, thou art my God. O God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My flesh thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. My soul longs for you. In a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see your power and your glory so as I have seen it in the sanctuary. Because your love is better than life, or because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee. While I live, I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. My mouth will praise thee with joyful lips, but I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Because you have been my help, therefore in the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. My soul follows hard after thee, my your right hand upholds me. Those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go down into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory, but the mouth of them that speak by shall be stopped. So Psalm 63, this psalm is really... David's heart, his his desire to hunger and thirst for God. You know, it's about his desire to seek after the living God. He says, you are my God. Early was he seek He he knew what it was to seek the Lord. He would get up early. He would start his day off seeking out God, inquiring of the Lord. In fact, David made the statement, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God. I'd rather be an usher or a a door guy 
than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. You know, David said, better is one day in your courts, Lord, than a thousand elsewhere. Listen to this. We'll jump back into Psalm 63, but I want you to hear this for a minute. It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You know, when you have the Lord, when you walk with the Holy Spirit, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to fear what you're going through. You don't have to fear the challenges and the trials of life because you're not going through it alone. You're going through it with a, a comforter, the Holy Spirit, walking right beside you, in you, to willing to do, to strengthen you. Okay. You've got a God, his name is Jesus, he's at the right hand of the Father up in heaven, he's praying for you about everything that you're going through, everything that you're doing. You don't have to be afraid, why? Because Jesus is interceding for you, he's actually lifting your name, he's lifting his voice, calling your name out to the Father, and he's praying for you about every situation that you're going through. You don't have to be afraid. And you've got a Father God in heaven that before the foundation of the earth prepared good things for you. Saw everything you were going to go through and he made a way of escape. He made a way for you that you'd be strengthened and established and that truly whatever he finishes he will start in your life. But you don't have to be afraid. Okay, so he says, the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid when the wicked, this is verse 2 of Psalm 27, when the wicked, even my enemies, and my foes came up to eat my flesh, they stumbled themselves. When people come against you, God says he's the victorious warrior in your life. He's the one that fights the battles in your life, and you don't have to worry. He's the one that fights the battles. Praise God he fights our battles for us. Praise the Lord. God is so good. Praise God. Well, I guess we're just going to roll with it. We're having some uh, technical difficulties tonight, so I don't know. Uh, for some reason, our song selection is not working too well. So what we're going to do, we're just going to keep on flowing with it. And as we can, we'll go into a break. So Psalm 27, let's go with it. Though a host, though an army should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me. This will I be confident. See, David had it together inside. He was confident on the inside, not necessarily of himself, but of his God. 
The Bible says in the book of Daniel that they that know their God will be strong and do great exploits. They that know their God will be strong and do great exploits. And my question for you today is, do you know him? Do you really know him? Are you intimately acquainted with him like we talked about the other night? Yada. That word to know is yada. The same word in Hebrew that and I did a teaching on this the other night. The same word in Hebrew to know, they that know their God shall be strong and be great exploits, is yada. And it's the same word Adam knew Eve. Adam knew his wife, knew. Yada, same word. And she conceived. Now knowing is an intimacy. It's a becoming a one. It's really knowing yourself. Praise God. Well, David said, even though an army, even though a host shall encamp against me, even though a war shall rise against me all around, there's one thing that I'll be confident in. In this will I be confident. This is Psalm 27, verse 4. One thing have I desired of the Lord. One thing. That will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, and to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire of his temple. He says, I want to seek after, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I want to behold the beauty of the Lord. It'll be so. Praise Jesus. God is so good. Uh, well, so yeah, we're just going to roll with it, I guess. Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. We're coming up to the 12 o'clock hour. And tonight we are talking about atmosphere and having the right atmosphere and creating the right atmosphere inside of ourselves and inside of our homes. And really just creating that altar, creating that holy of holies, that tabernacle, that place of meeting, you know. And a lot of times we think that that just happens in church or it happens in a a certain area or place, and places are good. You know, it's good to have a certain place that we can pray and meet with God, a certain place that we've consecrated to Him, where we don't have a lot of busyness, maybe a quiet place, a place where we can really focus and concentrate, consecrate on Him. 
but truth is, we are the temple. We are the tabernacle. We're the meeting place. We're the place where God dwells. We're to lift our holy hands. You know, we're to inquire of the Lord to see His beauty, to see the Holy Spirit, to see the manifestation of the living God in our lives. And God is pouring out His Spirit. And he's calling His people. He's awakening His bride to a love relationship where they'll understand what it means to not spend an hour or two. You know, it's funny how we do in our Western mindset. In our Western culture, it's funny that just think about it. Every single Sunday when you're sitting in church, think that we invest millions of dollars in sanctuary that people can't even stay in People won't even stand for more than an hour and a half. They won't even stay for more than 90 minutes in a in a building. Maybe once a week, maybe twice a week. Some churches, they have Sunday and Sunday night and Wednesday, and, and then they have permanent. So for some churches, it's more than two or four hours a week. But the majority of the churches in America, are spending millions of dollars or thousands of dollars renting space so that they can spend two, maybe four hours in the presence of God every week. Every week there's 168 hours. Few congregations remain in the presence of God few of them desire or even have the, the thought or the, the the drive to stay in the presence of God more than 90 minutes. You know, people will not simply stay in church past an hour and a half. That probably explains a lot of passion in our Christian youth. That's probably why the church today looks like the world. We've We've traded empowerment for entertainment. We decided we want to be entertained instead of empowered. There's so many satanic entrapments that men and women of God and teenagers, children need to be delivered from. But unless they stay in the presence of God, how will they ever get free? The Bible says it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. It's the presence, it's the glory of God that breaks the bondages and the strongholds in our lives. But if we spend more time in a satanic atmosphere, more time in a negative atmosphere, than we do in the presence of a living God, presence of a holy God, then how will we ever grow and really experience and encounter the deep things that God has prepared for. We're rushing through church. We're rushing through prayer meetings. We're rushing through Bible studies. A lot of times we're just looking at our watches thinking, okay, what's next? Or I've got to do this. Or I can't wait to get out of here and go eat. 
or whatever the case is, we're constantly trying to figure out how we can rush and get out of the presence of God a lot of times. And now I know there's seekers out there, and I know there's those of you that are seekers and soakers, and you are glory hunters seeking out the things of the Father. And In fact, some of you guys shut church down, and they've got to kick you out and turn the lights off and kick you out. But the majority, you know, that might just be a percentage, just a handful of, of the body of Christ in our nation. But 90% or more. It's costing us. We are paying a price. We are paying a price because we're not praying a price. The body, the church today, the people of God are paying a price because they're not praying a price. We've become so seeker-friendly. We're so driven to pleasure the seekers that we forget about pleasuring the shepherd. We should be seeking the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, not seek the seekers. That's the whole point of being a seeker, is that you're seeking and you're putting someone else before yourself and that someone else is God. And if we have made our churches too seeker-friendly, too catered to appeal to the flesh and appeal to what tickles their ears instead of what does God want? What pleases the Holy Spirit? What does the Lord want to do? And you know, you're only going to stay around something you love. You're only going to linger around something you love. Jesus. Well, praise God, it's a prayer international radio. You're only going to linger around something that you enjoy. You're only going to stay. You're only going to be persistent. You're only going to hang around when you love or like what you're doing. You must develop. You must get a desire. You must become disciplined and get a desire in the things of God, in the things of the Spirit. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. And we are getting intimate in the Word tonight. I'm just really sharing my heart. We're talking about staying in the presence of God, waiting. The Bible says, wait on the Lord and he will strengthen you. Wait on the Lord. I think we forgot how to wait. We're so impatient. We want everything to happen now. Stay long enough in the presence of God. Become broken before God. 
to yield it, to lay down your will, put down your stuff. Stay long enough in the presence of God to become open and broken to the things of God where you're not so prideful. Become humble. Reach for God. Be moved. The Lord is near, Psalm thirty four eighteen says, The Lord is near to them that are of a broken heart. He saves such that are of a contrite spirit. Looking for humility. God will promote those that are not self promoting. Stay long enough in the presence of God. Stay there. Even for your view of God to be uh, corrected. What's your perspective? What do you see? How do you see God? Well, ask God, God, what do you like? Who better to hear from than him? Get in his presence. Ask him. He says in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. The thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. To give you a future. To give you a future. Give you a hope. Stay long enough in the presence of God for you to get hope. David says, My soul fainted for your salvation, but I hoped in your word. He said, I hoped in your word. I would have fainted. I would have lost it. I would have thrown in the towel. I would have quit. I was getting so discouraged. But your presence caused me to hope again. But I hope in your word. Staying long enough in God's presence for that hope, that drive, for your heart's not sick anymore. You know, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. You lose momentum, you lose motivation. Stay long enough in the presence of God to get your motivation back. You can do all things through Christ. Because he strengthens you. You can do all things through Christ. Because he strengthens you. Stay long enough in the presence of God. For your decision making. Get God's ideas. Get God's thoughts. His thoughts are not your thoughts. His ways are not your ways. There's a way that seems right to him at the end of his death. Stay long enough in God's presence to get your assignment, to get your direction, to make your decision. God says in Psalm 32, 8, I'll instruct you. And I'll teach you in the way which you should go. I'll guide you with, your, with his eye. Stay long enough in the presence of God so you're glowing, so your countenance to be changed. Matthew 17, 2 said, 
he was transfigured before them. Jesus was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. He was changed. The glory was so bright. The presence was so amazing that it even changed his, his clothes. It changed his appearance. It changed everything about him. It rubbed off on him. Stay long enough in the presence of God to get strength. Like I said earlier, Isaiah 40, 31 says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount with wings as eagles and run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Do you need strength renewed? Do you want to run with the eagles? Do you want to fly like the eagles? Do you want to run and not tire? You want to, are you sick of being weary? You shall reap in due season if you faint not. The Bible says you'll reap in due season if you faint not. Praise God. Good. Stay long enough in the presence of God to get your mistakes exposed. Be forgiven for your sins. Let God show you what's in your heart. Search me, O God. Know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. He that covers his sins will not prosper, but he that covers and forsakes, confesses and forsakes him will have mercy. Confess our faults, pray for one another that you be healed. If you confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Learn to get into the presence of God and share your heart with God. Get real with God. Confess your sins. Turn from your sins. Praise God. Well, we are coming up on 12.15. My name is Chris Herzog. And so we, uh, for some reason, we are having some issues with our sound and our music tonight. So you'll just have to work with us. We just pray that the Lord will just minister to your heart tonight. If you need to write in... You go to our website, www.prayerinternational.org, and you'll see a contact page. You can go to that. It'll have an address, phone numbers, web addresses, different ways you can get in touch with us. If you want to reach us uh, by email, you can get a hold of us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. 
and we are receiving emails pretty much on the day-to-day, I guess on a daily basis, but just from the people that are connecting with us on this blog talk radio, so it's going on. Uh, you can find us on uh, YouTube. Uh, we're just starting out with uh, video uploads, and we'll be continuing to add to that with our media page. Uh, also left some uh, audio and video teachings and MP3 uh, formats, as well as, I believe, uh, like media center uh, formats. So anyways, let's go ahead and go into a time of prayer. Uh, we talked about atmosphere a little bit. We talked about just loving the Lord. And we'll get back into Psalm 63 here in a minute. Father, right now we just pray, Lord, for everyone listening. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you reveal Jesus to them, the King of Lords. That you touch everybody in their spirit tonight, strengthen them in their inner man. That you touch them, Lord God, work in them in a mighty way. Father, we just ask, Lord God, that you'd brood over everyone listening by your spirit tonight. Father, you touch them in their bodies. Father, we pray right now that they would be healed and whole, strengthened and delivered. And Father, you would touch them in their minds right now, that they would be mentally alert and quick and sharp. Father, that Lord, you would Download the mind of Christ and everything that exalts itself against knowledge of Christ will be cast down. That they would not be carnally minded, but spiritually minded. Make us spiritually minded. Make me spiritually minded. Lord, open up our hearts and keep them tender. Keep them yielded and pure. Father, give us a discerning eye. Everyone listening, Lord, give them a discerning eye to see and to know even when things aren't the way they appear, Lord. Let them see down to the heart of the matter, see the truth in every situation, and let them hear clearly, Lord, as you speak to their hearts and lead them and guide them. We pray, Father, that you'd reveal yourself to everyone in a genuine way. And Holy Spirit, you would touch and that the fire of God would begin to burn in the hearts of your people. But, Father, you'd begin to stir a passion and a desire, a holy desire for you. But, Father, you would begin to shake everything that can be shaken, that you would begin to stir and call forth and begin to commission and send forth, Lord God, your people. Raise up your sons and daughters, Father, with a mouth to speak forth your word, that you would raise up men and women to be your mouthpiece, and that they would prophesy and declare the heart of God for their generation into this nation and around the globe. So, Father, we pray, Lord God, for the global mandate of prayer that you're stirring in the hearts of your people to pray for the nation. We pray, Lord God, that the nations would come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, the Savior, Lord, and Messiah. So, Father, they would know you as the healer and the master of their destiny. They would be, be overcome by the presence and the encounterable, the, the powerful encounter of the Holy Spirit. You're powerful, Lord. Powerful. 
Father, we just ask, Lord God, touch everybody listening. We just thank you, Lord God, for your holy word. Thank you that you are raising your people up to be the altar of God, to be the people of prayer, that night and day continual lifestyle of worship and prayer, Father, where they're seeking you and seeking your heart. They're constantly trying to make things right between you and people, Father. And, Lord, I just ask, Lord God, for everybody watching that you would just work forgiveness in their hearts, Father, if they're walking with pain and shame and and carrying things, Lord God, they need to be free of, Father. Lord, we just pray right now, Father, for those that are listening, that you would just free their hearts up, Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, we just ask, Lord God, that those that are walking around, Lord God, uh, with offenses in their hearts, Father, even Jesus says, forgive them, forgive us as we forgive those that trust us, forgive We're to extend mercy and forgiveness as we receive your mercy and forgiveness. So, Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would touch everyone in their hearts and just release a spirit of forgiveness and a freedom and a liberty. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your goodness tonight. You're so good tonight. We thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. Rooting and moving. Thank you, Father. Well, again, if you're listening, this is Prayer International Radio. Tonight, we are just really sharing our hearts, sharing the Word of God, and coming into a time of agreement. If you have any prayer requests, you can call us at 619-638-8458, or you can send us an email at prayerinternational at gmail.com. We are waiting. We want to know what God is doing. We want to know if you're getting ministered to on the show. We want to know what the Lord is speaking to you in regards uh, for prayer and ministry. We are reaching out as a prayer base and a support to local churches and pastors, ministries, not only in the DFW, the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area, but around the nations and around the nations of the earth. We are reaching out to be that spiritual family. If you need help, maybe you're not connected into a local church and you don't know where to go, connect in with us and we will point you in the right direction. Maybe you don't know Jesus and we just want to give you an opportunity to receive the Lord. Maybe you do know God and and your life is not where you wish it was. Maybe there's things in your life you need adjusted and you need prayer and you need somebody to point you in the right direction. We 
We just pray that your heart would be open and that your eyes would be open to see the King of Glory, that your ears would be open to hear his voice as he's speaking to your heart. And we pray that the will of God and the kingdom of God would come into your life. We pray that heaven would invade the earth wherever you are and that God would stir a hunger and a passion and a desire for for intimacy, for prayer and worship, just to reach out to him and get to know him in a lifestyle of communication with him. That you would experience the richness and the, and the power of the Holy Spirit as, as God is moving in the earth today. And we speak to your hearts and to the nations of the earth to be open and that your hearts and your eyes would be open and that your ears and your minds would be open to the word of the Lord. We pray that you'd have a genuine encounter with the Holy Spirit and that you would not know anything of religion, but you would know the resurrected Lord. You'd know the resurrected Savior. You'd know the the comforter of the Holy Spirit that's in the earth today, moving moving upon and moving with men and women, leading them and guiding them into the plans and the destiny of God. So, Father, right now we just pray, Holy Spirit, touch. Heal bodies. Heal bodies. Father, we pray for anyone listening right now that's going through crisis in their family. Father, maybe their marriage needs restoration. We know that right now the enemy is really attacking families and marriages. He's attacking families, uh, parent-child relationships. He's trying to break up the structure and the unity in the home. And so, Father, right now we just declare, Lord, your word. Lord, we are powerless in our own strength. But, Father, by your strength and by the power of the Holy Spirit, Father, we just pray right now for a unity and a peace to come over every spouse, over every man and woman, every marriage, every husband and wife, every person listening right now that needs a breakthrough in their marriage. And, Father, you begin to tie the hearts of your people together, tie the hearts of every husband and wife together. If they're separated, Lord, bring them back together. Father, if they're living under the same roof, Father, and and it just feels like the dividing walls are there, Lord, knock the walls down, Father. Break the dividing walls, Father. And, Lord, I pray, Father, for the peace of God, which passes all understanding, to rule their hearts and minds. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you'd restore and strengthen every marriage. Restore and strengthen every husband and wife's relationship right now. And you would truly be the center and you would lord over it and dictate and direct it the way you choose, Father. And cause a shift in in these marriages to get on track. And for the parent-child relationships, fathers turning to to sons and sons to fathers, daughters to mothers, and mothers to daughters, and parents to children and children to parents. We pray, Lord, turn their hearts. Turn their hearts. Turn their hearts, Lord, and bring a unity in the home. Begin to cause these men to take their place in the home. Father, where there 
women are the leaders in their home. We place strength and grace over the women that are leading their homes without the man there. We pray, Father, that you would empower them to hear from you and to lead their children in the ways of God, to lead their household, Lord, and those that are taking care of parents, those that are taking care of seniors and and those that are going through trials and tests right now because of age. Father, we pray right now that you would just bring a, a freshness and a newness and breathe life over every mother and father, over every son and daughter. Repair and restore every family relationship. And so, Father, we just ask, Lord, your kingdom come and your will be done, Lord. We pray for the local churches right now, Lord, those that are listening in the DFW area. Bless all the churches. Bless all the pastors and the evangelists. Those that are teaching and those that are Workers, harvesters that are going out, even those that are doing administration and and even the busy work of church, those that are serving and even those that are cleaning the church and and those that are doing the the things that nobody acknowledges. Maybe you're doing things for God and and serving faithfully and and nobody is recognizing you. Nobody's acknowledging you. In fact, maybe you're discouraged because you feel like all the work that you do is just so easily overlooked. Well, I'm here to tell you that God says, hey, when you do something in secret, great is your reward in heaven. If you get your praise from men, then you already receive your reward. But if you get your praise from God later, then you receive your eternal reward. Praise God. God's pouring out a spirit. God's pouring out a spirit. Father, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. Lord, we thank you that you've spoken to our hearts tonight. Thank you that you've stirred us to an awareness of prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you are pouring out over the nations. Bless the laborers, the missionaries, Lord, bless. Bless those that are going to the nations. Thank you, Lord, for what you Well, we are wrapping it up for the night. Um, this is Prayer International Radio. If the Lord is ministering to your heart, 
We want you to write in, let us know, email us, prayerinternational at gmail.com. Get on our website, www.prayerinternational.org, and go into the contact or information page or prayer request or anything you want to let us know about. Feel free to contact us that way or even on our message board. Of course, you can call in at 619-638-8458. We'll be back on tomorrow. You guys pray for us. My name is Chris Herzog. We'll be back tomorrow with Sean Holmberg and myself praying for those that are calling in. Uh, We may have a few uh, guests in the studio over the weekend, depending on how uh, things play out. And as you'll know, we really don't go by schedules too much, and we're not trying to keep things down to a strict format or so much structure that we can't allow the Lord to move. But we want freedom. The Bible says where the spirit is, there's liberty, there's freedom. So tonight we just pray that the Holy Spirit would touch your heart. If you need prayer, if you'd like to receive the Lord, feel free to email us, call us, leave some details, leave your name, number, contact information, and we will get back with you, have someone pray with you. Um, Even during the hours where we're not broadcasting, if you'll contact us, we can have people uh, contact you via email, via video. We also have a prayer chat room on our website. And we will have some posted times, and that will be up and running uh, pretty frequently soon. So until then, we just say God bless you. You have a wonderful night. And may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. We pray that everyone listening, we go in peace and that the joy of the Lord would be their strength. Father, we pray for every family represented that salvation and deliverance and healing would come to the homes. And that, Father, you would raise up a watch in the hearts of your people, an awareness for prayer. And that, Lord, you would touch the nation. We declare that your glory is covering the earth as the waters cover the sea. My name is Chris Herzog. This is Prayer International Radio. You have a wonderful night.